0: Danny Gans, while he was alive, was kind of a dick. Like, he didn't do a ton of charity stuff. He wasn't really... Like, there was a lot of Vegas performers that would really get involved with the community. Because they were such a part of it. But he always saw himself... And I'm sort of putting words in his... Dead mouth. Yeah, you know, his dead mouth. But that's not the only thing I put in his dead mouth. Wow! Um, It wasn't my penis. (laughs) It was my balls. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate
1: Apecast.
0: The Literate Apecast is not responsible for triggering your PTSD because we are warning you right now that we might. If coarse language or base stupidity from two white guys is not your jam, look elsewhere for your workout podcast. 100 episodes happy 100th episode birthday anniversary whatever celeba- the whatever. You know, the,
1: th- the thing about it is we talked about this I thought you know it's like oh I'm gonna go get the best of and clips, <laughs> and I'm gonna make it you know it's balloons and there's like it's gonna be a clown it's like you know what it's you know it's like ah, I don't have time for that shit so we're just going to. How are we going
0: to listen? Listen back. It's one hundred hours of recordings. It's,
1: I know it's ridiculous.
0: Give or take. I mean, Give some take, shows are yeah, 40, a, 40 minutes. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but it's 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 at oh. least. And dude, I got time for that shit. I, I don't have a hard enough to you time. I talk that fucking no, much.
0: I have a hard enough time fuck listening off. to us with every new episode. Like, yeah, yeah. Ugh.
1: Hey, dude, I was fuck there for you. like Fuck off! I have to edit that shit, so I have to listen to us talk for like at least two or three hours.
0: Hey In man, addition. you wanted that role. I offered to do the editing, and you're like, "No, no, I, let me do it. I enjoy it. I'll take it." I'm like, eh, "Okay, yeah, so, yeah,
1: all right." So, so I guess a hundred episodes what every have we week. I,
0: did we miss? Yeah. any
1: week we didn't. Mi- we didn't miss a single. We actually, we missed one week. I can't remember. I think it was your birthday it was week when one I was time. in Mexico. Yeah, when you were in Recently, Mexico, and yeah. I just did like I just, like a, a, just culled some best of stuff and put yeah. it together. We did, a, but we still did like the the tops and bottoms. We recorded the tops and bottoms a good
0: right, like a week right. ahead. Yeah,
1: you know, so we've not missed a week in hundred
0: weeks. And it's been one hundred weeks of one hundred yeah. new episodes. We've never new done episodes, repeats. We've time. never yeah. skipped a week. Yeah, even if you same. and I haven't done it. Like haven't sat down physically, recorded. Yeah, we yeah. have had a brand yeah. new
1: episode for a hundred. I mean, that's prolific episodes. That, that is you know, prolific. It's it's quite a bit. I mean, you know, I think the, the threshold of uh, of podcasts that have done hundred episodes is probably a lot larger than we probably imagine. But I still think you know it's something to be proud of at some level. So, what well, have we
0: learned? And, are we and, proud? Well, and the other thing are we is, proud, is that are we
1: just kind of embarrassed that we've done it?
0: Well, I think what's great is that <laughs> is that we've done it without any advertisers, without mm-hmm. making any money, without yeah. really even getting any listeners. So that's yeah. saying something
1: too. Well, the thing is, we do get listeners, <laughs> no, but we I get know. listeners on spot. Like, but it's always funny to me what what episodes uh, garner listeners versus you know. I don't i i have I have very little doubt that there is no one, no one. Who has listened to even fifty of our hundred episodes? Like, like one person that did. You know, I, you know, I rem- you know, there are some people that listen. I get comments once in a while. I check the, I check the analytics once in a while. Yeah. The one yeah. we did with Mia Khalifa, out the roof, out Isn't the that fucking nuts? roof. Yeah. Well, it's because we put a we put a hot porn star name in and her picture <laughs> in the thing because we talked about her. So it's like, all right, I didn't. It wasn't like I was so. Uh, but, you know, one, one of the other ones that's, like, really listened to, like, the highest listens that we've got, one of them is the one about you not pranking Katie.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Like six ways
1: to not prank your wife, you know? And that got a big, that, that's had a pretty big uh, listenership.
0: What, what I'm surprised about is that our first episode, which was October 20, released on October 22nd of 2017. Yep. What surprises me is that that didn't just break us through to stardom. Because the oh, title is Ira Glass oh, yeah. is a Douche. Yeah. And the majority of the episode is talking about what a douche Ira Glass is. We both have stories on it. And I wonder if we should, like, repost that or reshare that to see if it picks up at all. Just because, I don't know, I'd like to get in Ira's hands. His you know, weird, pasty, meh hands.
1: I'm sure he doesn't give a shit. He you doesn't know? give I mean, a shit. Thing, I know. Fuck you me. know, the thing is what we're <laughs> going to feel really bad about. Okay, I want <laughs> you to think for... What we're really going to, and we are going to feel bad about it, I guarantee you, is imagine if instead of it being Ira Glass is a douche, we had done an episode called Cokie Roberts is a cunt. And then two years later, she dies and we feel like dickheads, right?
0: No. Because Ira Glass
1: is going to die at some point and probably before you and I do, which means, you know, I don't know if I'll feel bad about it then.
0: Well, look, here's the problem that people have, that we, we as a people have when somebody dies. Are you speaking for we as a people? Yes, is I am. This, is
1: this David Himmel standing on the, s- on the mountain of society and addressing, like Jesus Christ, the entire whole of society? Yes, I, speak for I, you am, now.
0: I am not only the voice of my generation. I am the voice of your generation, our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation, my son's generation, and those in between and that have yet to come. It's extraordinary we don't have more listeners given that fact. Right? Hear you, me, people of <laughs> the world. We have this thing where when somebody dies, uh, they are like automatically, they receive sainthood. Like we forget all the bad shit. Oh, and yeah. it's like, oh my God. Like I remember when Danny Gans was a performer in Las Vegas, he was a huge performer in Las Vegas. Um, he played at the Mirage, I think. Anyway, um, and he was a really really talented uh, uh, impressionist. I mean, did really really oh, good shit. Oh, I remember shit. Danny Gans. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay. And I saw him a couple times and he died young. Like he had some heart thing. Like he just it was a real sudden unexpected death. But Danny Gans while he was alive was kind of a dick. Like he didn't do a ton of charity stuff. He wasn't really, like there was a lot of Vegas performers that would really get involved with the community. Because they were such a part of it. But he always saw himself, and I'm sort of putting words in his dead mouth. Yeah, you know, his dead mouth. But that's not the only thing I put in his dead mouth.
1: Wow!
0: Um, It wasn't my penis. (laughs) It was my balls. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so this other thing that Danny Gans did is he would not talk to his children during the week. Because he needed to save his voice. So he would speak to them in sign language, which is like, okay. But there's just something, especially now that I'm a dad and I like, there's just something about not being able to talk to your father and have, hear your father's voice. That's just really jarring to me. And it's like, dude, I I get it. This is your instrument and this is your livelihood. But that's kind of a dick move in my opinion. So Danny Gans dies and everyone's like, oh my God. I'm like, he's still a fucking asshole. He's just now a dead asshole, and he can't make good on him. Be- on I mean, there's some you know, people
1: that when you know when Donald Trump dies, I'm pretty sure uh, nobody's going to go, "Oh, Donald Trump, what a great no, a humanitarian!" I mean, gonna people- yeah, nobody's going to say that. I mean, not even the people that support him are going to go, "Oh, I feel so bad that Donald Trump just croaked." Pretty much, the choices between Donald Trump dying is either. You resist taking a shit on his grave. Are you shit on his grave? Because there's not going to be a whole lot of like, "Oh, he was a great guy." Right.
0: Right. But I think that. I mean, that's the thing. Like when Harvey Eric Weinstein,
1: laughs... Harvey Weinstein, the best he's going to get is people jerking off on his grave. That's all they're you know. Ooh, that's what he's going to get. Let's do
0: that when that happens. That would be fun. Okay. I'll spill. I'll spill my seed. An old, <laughs> an old man. An old man. <laughs> circle jerk on a on <laughs> Hollywood producers. Grave, that's fucking weird. All Uh, said (laughs) to Dick Dale. (laughs) But I mean, Ira Glass may not always be, he may always be a douche to us, but people can also be forgiven. Ira Glass could hear our episode, reach out to us, and apologize, and I'd go, you were a douche, but I forgive you. Okay, you're not a douche anymore. Or maybe you still are a douche, but I forgive you for, you know, like, it... All right,
1: well, you know know what I'm gonna do? This is episode 100. Episode 101, we're going to do a little bit more updated commentary and we're going to re-release Ira Glass is a Douche. But
0: is there updated commentary to do because we yeah,
1: haven't we had to Yeah, we can any... talk about... Well, I think we should talk about other celebrities that are douches and, uh, I and, mean, and shit, how man. that's affected our lives. Look, I mean, your question... Me too, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> when your, your question was, what have we learned in the... Yeah, what have we
1: learned in well, 100
0: episodes? There's been times when... We've been douches. Oh, to-
1: are you kidding me? I was <laughs> watching, okay, that in preparation for this, at one point, I can't remember his fucking name. Is the Saturday Night Live guy that made the, you know, that you know, did the thing right on his podcast. And, mm-hmm. you know, he made, made Chinese slurs on his thing. And, and so he didn't, so he got his, uh, you know, he was like, I got hired for <laughs> Saturday Night Live for seven minutes and then they pulled it. Um, because of the cancel culture kind of thing. And he kind of deserved it. Well, I I caught a video of him with his buddy doing his podcast, and it's literally two slightly funny white guys just ragging on shit. And I thought, is that David and I? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You know, and so that, that really made me reflect on, so what are the episodes, what's the thing... That uh, when I do go back, because I, I, like I said, I have to listen to all this shit, you know, for hours. Yeah. But what are the ones that, like, okay, when I go back and I go, okay, I actually really like, you know, in terms of it, like, just sort of standing the test of time. Because I didn't go through all 100 episodes, but I did sit down and try to listen to excerpts of, yeah, probably 15 or 16 in the last week, just because I was thinking I was going to do the thing. And the ones that I really tend to like are the ones where you and I talk about sort of it's either either culture where we talk about movies or music or stuff that really interests us, stuff mm-hmm. that we're into, or when we're really talking about sort of our existential crises yeah. as adults. The stuff that I never wanted to listen, like I'd listen to a little bit and then I'd go, ah, fuck off, is when we're talking about politics. And Perhaps that's because I'm so fucking sick of politics that I just want to—I just want to cut politics's neck yeah. right
0: off. Well, I also think that we don't have any real uh, new or even interesting perspectives to add to the discussion, and I don't think that's yeah. because we're dumb or not insightful. I think it's because no, it's just been all said before; it's, it's all yeah. being said
1: constantly. It just adds to the noise. Yeah,
0: and, and I think part of the reason we feel that way is because—and the reason we're not adding anything new—is because we're—we've we're, been sick of it. Yeah. I Since think that's, we started the podcast. So it's like it's like
1: it's like the stuff that I like the most is where we're talking about being married or you talking about like I love I love some of the episodes uh, early on when it was uh, before Harry was born mm-hmm. and Katie was pregnant and you talking about the sort of the, the pressures you were feeling about whether you're going to be a good father or not. I love those. Yeah. You know, those are really yeah. good episodes. And uh, and I also really like it, you know, like, again, when we talk about, you know, our favorite movies of the 90s or mm-hmm. when we had... When we had uh, was it Dana? Yeah, we had Dana on. We were talking about the greatest guitar players and rock bands yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I mean, and those are fun and interesting. And I and I, I was like, okay, yeah. So, so it's not like we just spend a hundred episodes two white guys jerking off each other. You know, oh, Trump is bad. And, yeah, yeah. Kavanaugh,
0: whatever. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's
1: like I like those perspectives. I like a lot of the stories. So it's yeah. So I, I you know, what have I learned? I've learned that. Okay, I'm gonna give you an, an. Okay, you know Tracy Letts, you know who Tracy sure. Letts is, of and Michael Shannon. Yep, you know, and you know, uh, shit. Now I can. It's Paul. I can't remember his last name. Newman. Name. He was not Paul Newman. McCartney. Anyway, anyway, uh, these guys were in. This is early. This is like '90s improv. Peter Paul and, and Mary. I, yes, and so they were doing. They had a group called Bang Bang and it was improv mm-hmm. and they very structureless just kind of getting up and just kind of fucking around doing their thing yeah. and so I decided I wanted to see these guys in a show Paul Hogan and so I, sure <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, and so I would go and I would watch their show and I would take notes <laughs> well at one point let's Tracy noticed that there's this fucking guy that kept because they weren't like having it's Chicago improv so there were you know sometimes just six people in the audience well, Paulie Shore yeah, exactly. And I was there every Thursday night. So they, he pulls me. He says, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You know what? Why are you here every week? And why are you writing down shit? And I said, Oh, I'm just watching your show and just taking notes because that's I mean, it's just like a thing I wanted. I'm not taking classes anymore, but I still improvise. This is what I'm gonna do. So he invited me to have dinner with him. After the show, for like, I think probably we did it like four weeks in a row, where I basically shared with them what I thought, and it was like I was giving these guys notes, but it was kind of like I was giving them notes.
0: Sounds like you were giving them notes to me. I mean,
1: yeah, you know, and you saw and the show, was, what
0: you think? Those are notes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And one of the things, I mean, like a side note was uh, Michael Shannon threatened to beat the shit out of me because I, I basically, yeah. yeah, I mean, I told me it was no good. <laughs> yeah, well, he wasn't. He sucked. He's a great but- actor. Yeah. But maybe not the best admirer, improviser. But he, he was, well, I mean, he yeah. might be a great improviser now, but at the time he was just, I think he was probably like 17, 18 years old. And oh he God, just, yeah. He, yeah, he just sucked. But anyway, uh, one of the things I, I consistently noticed, and that's what I liked about Bang Bang, was they do like a 75 minute show. And in that 75 minutes, you'd have 12 minutes of fucking gold. Yeah. just platinum, Just amazing shit. But the problem is it wasn't a consolidated 12 minutes. Mm -hmm. be like a minute here, 30 seconds there, that kind of stuff. And the rest of it was absolute fucking horseshit. Just the worst thing you could ever see. And so that was my sort of takeaway. And I think I can say the same thing. What have I learned about our podcast is that I'm going to say, I think we do better than 12%, but let's just say 12% of our 100 podcasts there have been moments where I go, wow, that was really insightful, or that was really funny, yeah. or whatever it is. And then there's a lot of sort of like just you and I talking, and so it's like... Like Paul Manafort. Yeah, exactly who it was. That's exactly <laughs> who it was. Paul <laughs> Dylan, you fucker. Ah, yeah. sure. You don't know who Paul Dylan is?
0: Nope, I know Bob Dylan.
1: Have you seen Austin Powers? Yes. Patty of Furniture. The Irish assassin with the fucking me, and my lucky Charles
0: oh, from again. like the second or third Austin.
1: No, it's the first one. That's the first one where they have all the gallery of like uh, his assassins. And it's he was also oh in God. blink with Madeline Stowe, uh, a couple of movies.
0: Uh, yeah, whatever. Certainly,
1: certainly didn't get to the level of fame of Tracy Letts or fucking
0: uh, well, he's clearly forgettable.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, no, actually, it was quite good, but. I, 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 I had a great deal of respect. I thought he was the best improviser of the three of them. That's for sure. I'm sorry,
0: Paul, but I don't remember you. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, I know he's a listener. That much I know. Well, it's, Which is why I was just talking directly to him. Yeah, Exactly. Well, you're speaking for the people. I am speaking for the people. <laughs> so what I what have am you the learned chosen in one? 100 episodes? Well, I was just thinking. So this is... We started... Recording the Apecast in October 2017. Yep. Right? So in October of 2017, Katie was pregnant. I was still working at peak shit. Um, and then the layoff came, like, shortly after that. It was—God, this was, like, a week before Eddie died. Uh-huh. Like, so I mean, what have I learned? Dude, well, let's see. I buried one dog. I became a dad. I went back into freelance. Um, got another dog, bought a new car. I mean, sold my house. Well, like I mean, well, you, I understand.
1: I, I understand, know, I understand like, what you learned in the last two years. What did you learn about podcasting or the? Ex- I mean, I mean, because well, you know, I can say, oh, I learned. I, you know. I learned that my ankles hurt because I'm old. I mean, you know, that has nothing to do with the podcasting. Well, okay. What
0: have I learned about the
1: podcasting? Um, about this process, about doing this every single week. Because, okay, early, just for, you know, anybody that's just well, joining. Th- we used to just do it in my apartment. And you could hear it when you listen to those early episodes. You can hear the street noises and all that kind of shit.
0: I think, I think what I've learned is we've just gotten better at it. But I don't I mean that's not a thing to I don't know I don't think I've learned anything because right, well, I, I still I, I still don't know how to upload it to Apple or any yeah, of or Stitch or anything shit, you man. know
1: getting you to upload your fucking side of this thing is like yeah. pulling fucking teeth man
0: like I you know so Christ I haven't I haven't learned that because I haven't had to because you take care of it yeah, um, yeah that's true I don't know I mean I've, I've I don't think I've learned anything about podcasting in a hundred episodes. The thing, the thing that i than just learned like about, getting better at it, but that's yeah. The thing dude, I learned about know.
1: podcasting, and this is something that we've, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but when you when we initially said okay, we've got littered ape, we should have a podcast, and we'll call it the Littered Ape Cast, and then you sent and we talked about it for probably six weeks, and you sent me this goddamn fuck man it meant like 25 pages it was like it was like, it was like it was like i suddenly said hey hey james joyce you want to do that. a podcast yeah. james joyce you want to do a podcast and he sent me a fucking tome well my, you know? my radio
0: I, producer muscle yeah, kicked in yeah it was in. just
1: so fuck and i was wow. like and so we went back and forth Bye, with man. that shit for a while I finally said you know fuck all this just come over and we're just going to record and i'll edit stuff and we'll figure out what it is and then we and, and i remember that night um i was like why don't we just add like stuff for people to do? And that's where we came up right. with six things. I right. mean, it was just literally just like, yeah, let's just do this shit. And we drank every time we did it. <laughs> we we're boozing it up. Oh yeah. Smoking cigarettes out on the porch. I mean, that's what we did. And it just kind of developed. Cause I, that thing is I can say that it's a better podcast now than it was back then, but I think part of it was because we didn't know what we're doing. We're just like, uh, you know, we're not doing Pod Saves America. We're not doing, right? You know what? What's the what's Jason's thing that we're promoting that we keep doing a, a promo for? Oh,
0: um, uh, awesome movie year. Another awesome, movies, movie, yeah. awesome movie
1: year. Awesome movie year. You know, we don't have that kind of thing. It literally is two fucking middle age, well, a middle aged white
0: guy and an old white guy. Oh my um, god. Um, Look, I just I just, just pulled talking this up about shit. This okay, is the, here it this comes. is the podcast bible. Uh, oh, version fuck. 2 oh, my was God. dated March, hang on, wait, wait, uh-huh. wait, March 14th, 2017. Um, and here's- So
1: basically, we talked about this for six
0: fucking oh, months my God. before I finally said, fuck all this, let's just sit down and do it. This is amazing. Uh, the mission, Literate Ape, the podcast, presents <laughs> presents engaging topics of discussion with informed blog contributors, topic experts, and everyday men and women in order to inform and entertain the public while inspiring new ideas and encouraging positive change in our society through reasonable action. What the fuck?
1: So our mission statement now is... John uh-huh. and David get on and talk about <laughs>
0: shit. I mean, that's it. That's all. These are do. lofty goals. These are lo- I mean, this is an honorable you had the big goals. You had, I had, you had the there was goals. a process. We had segment one, segment. I mean, oh, I know, dude. You put the, like I
1: said, it was ridiculous, man. It was like, give me a fucking break.
0: Examples of worthwhile podcasts: Cracked, The Bugle, which is no longer. That was John uh, Oliver's podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. um Next steps: Come up with five five with first five show topics. Himmel will order gear, whatever the fuck that means, and schedule you the first gonna, five shows. Yeah,
1: you were gonna buy a bunch of gear, and 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 ultimately, what really did this is I bought this fucking sure MV88 yeah. thing and said, "Hey, this sounds really good. Let's do this." Right, because I had like, okay. I was making
0: a shit ton of money at Peak Shit, and I was just yeah. like, "This is why I have thinking, a full time hey, job. Let's just, buy yeah. a studio." Yeah, yeah. I went. I forgot about lost, this. Yeah, I went. And nuts. I was just like,
1: "We're never gonna get this." You were very excited. And it was just like, it, 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 to be honest with you, it reminds me of how Litter got started, which was, <laughs> you sent me a fucking manifesto of, I mean, it's like seven pages long of all the shit you want to do to have a publishing thing. And we kind of did it. And then um, when I decided that I had to get rid of Angry White Guy in Chicago, you know, because yeah. at the time I was being accused of being a racist yeah you know by lily i went you know what maybe this isn't funny anymore maybe maybe the joke maybe nobody's getting the joke you know right. maybe maybe i'm not, I'm not all making... jokes hold up look yeah, at yeah maybe, look maybe at that joke seasons said... so four
0: went, through ten of friends yeah
1: so i went you know. you know what i'm just gonna re i'm just gonna rename my blog Literate ape because yeah. i like that name it just made me laugh and then i went hey dude i just re reformatted it as littered ape you want to have this be our our digital magazine you went, yeah, okay.
0: And that was how Littered Ape started. Well, it was perfect, because I loved the name. Yeah, and, and, I, and it's just, you know, it's developed into its own thing. So here's, okay, so you asked the question, if you were to ask me the question again, what have I learned? Yes. Here's what I've learned. You destroy all of my dreams. <laughs> you make me worse than I could be. You prevent me from being... Uh, as good as I should be and presenting the world uh, with... Shit, where is it? Uh, presenting the world with engaging topics of discussion with informed blog <laughs> contributors, topic experts, and everyday blah, 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 reasonable action. What the fuck? I don't... That's This is... A, I mean, I would love to, at this point... I mean, maybe, like, that's what we do with this next 100 episodes is we, like... yeah try and get a little closer to the podcast bible you know just i mean as a, as a way of just not not improve because i th- I, th- I like what we do i really do but just as a way of upping the game a little bit or just changing things a little well, bit yeah, like maybe, maybe i don't know what the get... fuck reasonable action has anything that the fuck i was talking about yeah well but. you know it's
1: one of the things that i and, and i realized maybe maybe this is what we do uh when we uh Maybe this is what we do because I wrote something. I got to find this uh, just the other day because I realized uh, and it was just through, again, Facebook uh, is that, you know, there's some misperceptions uh, floating around out there. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, it's everything from Ian Belknap writing this big piece for the Chicago Reader about the storytelling community. And it is so completely centered on him that he's completely rewritten a history of something that I know I was there. I was there before he was there. You know, I mean, he was doing a failing stand-up and and acting career when I was doing storytelling. Yeah. And so I was there when it, when things, when the bones of that community were were built and he's dismissed all that because he doesn't like those people. You fucking cunt. Anyway, um, (laughs) I, I kind of went out and I kind of got the, and then I started getting the sense that, okay, people are rewriting and I realized people don't, People I mean, I'm you know, it's like they're legitimately people that think, wow, I'm a I'm a I'm a real right winger, you know? As like somebody was like, Oh, you really hope the woke lose. And I was like, No, you've totally missed my point entirely. So right. I just this I just went in and, and did my bull durham. And here's yeah. what I wrote. <laughs> All right, well, I don't need to write. You can go online if you want to see it. But basically it was just like, uh, what do I you know, I write I believe every week. What do I believe like on, on that fundamental liberal? What do I believe in the world? And so I just started writing this. I went, oh, okay, that works. And what I realized is, like, all of the stuff that I wrote, I don't write about those things for Littered Ape, except for the very last one, which is, I believe that condescension and shaming are horrible approaches to changing minds. That's what I mostly have been writing about for almost the last two years. Yeah. And I went, you know what? I'm going to use this list that I've just made as topics for me to write about. Yeah. Yeah. And like, why do I believe these things? I I believed them enough that in a time, like in this, I don't know, spurt of, I just want to just throw this up here so that everybody knows kind of where I stand. I don't write about equal rights under the law for all citizens. I don't write about that the only thing that rivals bacon is cheese. Um, Oh
0: God, will you please write about that? No,
1: I don't, but I don't, I don't write about, uh, I do write about social media amplifying our worst tendencies um, I don't write about gay pride. I don't write about the end of the electoral college, regulated business, unregulated speech. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that I don't write about. And it's like, oh, I just gave myself a fucking topic list. So maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe not the podcast Bible, but, you know, what are those engaging things we want to talk about? What are the things that, that – because you know,
0: nobody's listening anyway. What are we interested <laughs> in talking about, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, I could sit and listen to you talk about bacon and cheese for days. Who couldn't? Right. I'm very passionate about these two things, but there, there's our challenge: is how do we talk about uh, what was it the the business or regulated business regulated and regulated speech? Yeah, you know, I mean, like that—that's politics, arguably, which we know. Yeah, yeah. it's very—it's like yeah. yeah, we could talk about that, but eh, unless we can make it, unless we can find the way to make it personal to us, because that's what engages us that's what makes a better show because yeah. if we are actually engaged in what we're talking about rather than just like ah, i got an opinion on regulated business yeah fucking regulate it a little bit yeah, eh, whatever. yeah, yeah whatever. you know who like who gives a yeah. shit um but yeah i mean i think that we can use this mark because it's also coming up on two years it'll be two years of, of littered ape well but of yeah. littered ape
1: Oh, it's past two years of littered ape. Yeah. I August mean, August was two years of literate ape. Right. So no, August was three years of literate ape.
0: Is that right? Three August,
1: years? August August 12th, 2016. That's when you started it? That's when we started it.
0: I wasn't so I was no, I didn't start I don't think I started writing for it until after I was married, right? No. Oh no, you you gotta go back and look. Really? oh yeah damn so littered ape is as old as my marriage yep that's right i don't know which one's holding up better but that's wow that's something do you know a lot of work so here's i just want to read this other thing from the littered ape podcast (laughs) bible this is this is how lofty these goals were this is how i know you like i was in it man yes you were oh my god all right so pre-production we should have several episodes in the can before it going live. Hall and Himmel will need to meet regularly to discuss episode topics, choose, and schedule guests. Himmel has the hammer back and his finger on the trigger to purchase four microphones, stands, XLR cables, and a USB audio input mixer so that episodes can be recorded directly into the computer from any location. Wh- Here's what we do now. A text a day before? We record yeah, like, we'll, oh, here's some time Yeah, we'll send, we'll send, <laughs> we'll send uh, one of us will send, hey, these are the
1: topics we should talk about. And it's usually three things that either are, are generally not connected. The other one goes, thumbs up. We come up with our six things. And then and then we decide, are we recording on Thursday or Friday? Because we're, you know, we're bi-coastal. I'm in Vegas yeah. and you're in Chicago. So it's like, okay, when can, and it's a two-hour time. Day. It's like, so when can we do it? We're going to do it Thursday, Friday. I got it. We got to do it by Friday so I can have time to edit the goddamn thing. Right. And that's what we do. That's the process. In
0: here, I've got production, presentation, editing will be done by DIH. Well, that didn't happen. I also have original artwork. I've got minimum size requirements for our oh, artwork. Well, dude, I know.
1: Dude I know. Is... dude, I know. I know. I read the fucking all thing about this. I thing. didn't
0: ignore this thing. I read it and just went and went.
1: Nah, fuck off, man. <laughs> I mean, see, I think what you should have learned, what you should have learned, is that you not that I stop trying your so hard. Not that I kill your dreams, it's that you have unrealistic dreams, and if you were to be left on your own, you would accomplish nothing. And that I have to come along and go, hey, let's get a beer and jump off this thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that that if if you took a page out of my book or my Bible, if you will, uh, you wouldn't be Don Hall. You would be Ian Belknap, and you would be the one rewriting history. Yeah, think about I'm not that for a that second. Shit. Ooh. Just think about that. All right, so here's a question for you. What are your what are your favorite moments? like your top three or five or like favorite I think, moments? you know
1: in, in terms in terms of like my favorite moments, I have one of my favorite moments and, it, and actually is like the entire episode is is the episode where we're talking about you being a good father. Mm-hmm. I really like this. I don't even know what it's called, but I remember that episode, and I listened to it a little bit of the other day, and I was like, "Oh yeah," because you were really struggling. I was. And yeah, we were, and, and we were really having a good like substantive conversation. I really like that on the flip side. Another one of my favorite moments is when I in it, when I basically got you to admit that, that you thought your mother-in-law was retarded. That was (laughs) really funny. And you were so like, don't you dare, you can't put that on there. It's like, of course I'm going to fucking put that on there. I got you to basically admit that you thought your mother-in-law was, was a Trump support and retard. And that was hysterical. I would never use that, that R word. Well, i did and you couldn't refute it
0: that's what's so funny but i love that moment i really loved uh when I, we had dana on that still makes me i i love my mother in law i do I she has a do. great mother-in-law. I know you do. She is a great grandmother.
1: I tricked you. Dude, I totally tricked you. And you could hear it in the podcast that I God. really, I start, once I saw you go in there, I started leading you question after question to a place where you would have to admit that or just clam up and you clammed up and you were like, I, oh, I, oh, yeah, oh. It you was,
0: are, I, you are very good at that. You are very good at leading me to the yeah. trough of vomit. Oh
1: yeah, I'm good at that. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I can I can take you to those places because yeah. I know you're thinking them. I know you're thinking them, and it's just a matter of just opening the door and hoping. You are not, speaking of popular culture and, and current events, you are not uh, Corey Lewinowski. You are not that fucking obstructionist son of a bitch no. that I want to punch in the face. Yeah, When yeah. PBS can make me so angry that I want to go out and beat a child you're cory <laughs> your name's cory bam bam you know i mean then 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 something's wrong with the world because it's pbs that shouldn't get anybody angry
0: right yeah pbs is 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 uh it's television to sleep to yeah well and i watched that and i love it i love
1: that hearing shit. i watched that hearing with cory and i thought i was i mean i thought i was gonna lose my fucking mind
0: yeah yeah. Is that
1: if there's anything that, that says this is why we're so fucked as a country right now in our democracy, is watching that shit unfold. Point of order. Point yeah. of
0: order. You motherfuckers. Yeah. I think my, so. I've got three things that I was, I was yeah. thinking about it. Your favorite my moments. My favorite moments. And in descending order, or I'm sorry, okay. ascending order. Sure. Um, watching you and Brian Sweeney go at each other over Endgame. Oh, that was funny. Was that's a great, really that's... fun, funny, and uncomfortable for me to watch. Yeah, and f- for the record, I totally side with him. I think you're fucking All right. crazy. All um, right. that's, <laughs> but that was because Sweeney think... was sitting in here in my office with me, recording, yeah, and was... like he was just like I could like his body, I could feel oh, his I, muscles. The thing about it is, you know, the thing
1: is, it's extraordinary up. That, that 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 Sweeney and I could even be in the same room together because everything he I think we're basically on the same side of of sort of like politics, but everything he believes in sort of like discourse, and everything I believe in discourse, it's we so yeah, we so very much. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> like it's online the other day, you know, I just made the thing about uh, you know. What I put the meme up that uh, you know anybody anybody born before 1980 uh, we should cancel. So it's time to time to get rid of Dad because there's not yeah. much hope for him. And it was like, and and then Brian's reaction to that was, well, who's been canceled that doesn't deserve it? And my reaction was, everybody, everybody that was canceled deserves it, and everybody will be that will be canceled deserves it. And I don't know, I'm just everybody. Not-
0: I'm just, I'm just, well, it, but, no, yeah. but
1: that's the thing is I'm yeah. not arguing anymore with that shit. I'm just gonna say, you're right. Everybody should fucking be flamed and destroyed. And then he went, and then he threw out, yes, I agree. Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein and Louis C.K. to it. Yes, absolutely. They all deserve to be fucking canceled and dead. And I also, so, <laughs> and I also, so, I also applaud your very valid combination dead. of a of a serial rapist, a sexual harass, harasser and serial rapist, and a guy who masturbated in front of people. I see exactly how those are equal and as equally horrifying because masturbating is just as horrifying and heinous as serial rape. And he just, what he did, his reaction to that whole thing was just to delete it. Yeah. He just deleted the whole thing because he just couldn't. It, and I think I'd just make him insane.
0: Well, and it's, it's, I think it's always with all due respect, at least it is from you. But yeah, you got, I mean, here's, here's the thing with, with you and Sweeney. I love talking about him behind his back. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, he's unless you're listening, Brian. Um, but no, I mean, you guys are just very, you, I, I you guys are on the same side of things, but you are, yeah. I don't know that there are two men that are more different kind of men.
1: Yeah. I would agree. And with I that. say
0: that knowing how, Sweeney since he was fucking 14. Mm-hmm. Um I mean we weren't like really close in high school but you know we knew each other we were friends whatever. Um just it's I mean, he's an emo kid, you're a fucking hair metal kid. It's or yeah. I mean that's a really loose well, are, you know but you, yeah, yeah, you no, get, get it. I you get, get it. it. Yeah. Um anyway, uh so so there was that. That was a really fun thing to okay. experience. Um I don't remember which episode it was. Really, anytime you talk about your feet, but specifically <laughs> that weird the, fucking day-old shoe. shoes, the day-old day old shoes sh- comment, which made no, <laughs> the analogy made no fucking, it made sense. No fucking sense. yeah. And yeah. like, what the hell is a day-old shoe? Like, it just, I, it was I, so massively insane. You've really let, never let go of the no, day-old shoes. because it's, thing, cause it's cause so, just, it was so funny what the fuck and it just weird. just came out of your mouth, yeah. Um, just,
1: it was just a bad analogy.
0: Y- it's yeah, just but the first like, thing that came out of my mouth, man. But it was like a bad analogy that didn't, didn't make, make any sense. Even if In even no, if it even if it could make sense as a good analogy, like what the fuck is a day old shoe? What the, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what is that what <laughs> the fuck? And why is only one shoe a day old is there another shoe? Dude, dude, it's not day old thing. shoes. It's a day if o- I, I, This is I my just, brain. Yeah, now my brain works my mouth. My
1: mouth and my brain are not always connected uh, as sure. thoroughly. Um, and you know, a perfect example that is if I met you a couple times, but I don't remember your name, like right off the minute, you know, you don't know what the fuck I'm going to call you. It's any, and it's usually vile or foul. (laughs) And I don't mean it. It's not like, you know, it's like, yeah, hey, uh, douchebag.
0: You you probably don't remember me. Oh yeah. Yeah, Cunstink. Hey douchebag.
1: What? Yeah. My name's not douchebag. It's Myron. Yeah. That's what I said. That is
0: exact. My name isn't douchebag. It's Ira Glass. <laughs> <laughs> and you're listening and to this American third, Life. What's your third favorite moment? My third favorite moment is our original Thursday night ritual. Oh God, that was fun. When when you still lived here and every Thursday, I mean there were a few Thursdays where we didn't meet because we would record like because of work schedules yeah, or yeah, travel yeah, or whatever, yeah, we'd remember. record like two yep. or three ahead of time. As the original Bible suggested. Yes. We would yes. get several in the can. Anyway, but I'd come over Uh, I'd walk or ride my bike. I'd bring, I'd stop at the D and D liquors on Damon and, uh, Hoyne. I'd get some beer, maybe a pack of cigarettes and we would drink some beer. Sometimes we'd drink some rye. Uh, yeah, we drink a lot and we would just, and we would just chat and hang out. And like, it was this, it was this thing. And I, yeah, I miss it. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. fun. And I, I miss it. Um, but like, it's cool. I mean, this is fine too. Like this, yeah, we get to talk every week, it's, and that's always fun. It's not
1: the same as, like, going out and sneaking cigarettes yeah. uh, on the back porch and and, you know... Yeah. doing it at night and getting hammered and then yeah that's also like in terms of the ritual the night that we recorded and then you g- proceeded to get so drunk that you ended up
0: crashing your bike that was a different night that was just oh, was that i was night? i was just having like a weird week oh, and a bad right. day okay. and I, I remember like i texted you or called you or something i was like dude i need to talk like just oh, hang on and you're like yep, that. that's, come on that's over and then yeah i got fucking oh man all right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing, uh, it's a read. Uh, it's on Litterate Ape. Uh, read "Fears of a Sanders Candidacy" by yeah, Peter Kremidas. I think it's is a it's really a, good piece. It's a really good. Peter is a. Uh, how do I? I don't know how how to say this, but like woke liberal, ish. Yeah, which more, is why more I've than gotta, you. Like, every time I, Peter I gotta, posts something, you go after him, Yeah, and you guys well, have this is, funny I, I, debate. I,
1: well, that's, what, that's one of the things I realized is that uh, I got to quit poking at it because I yeah. don't disagree with him. I just disagree with the tenor of things, and right. sort of, he and I have a couple of substantive uh, disagreements about tone right. and strategy, right. and I realized... Yeah, I can't help myself, and it's like, yeah, I can't actually help myself. I don't need to keep poking at at his stuff. If he wants to put that stuff up, it's, sure. You know, uh, you Peter. Know, it's like it's yeah. Peter but is, I like is very smart. Very
0: he's much. very yeah s- sensitive. Makes him sound like weak, but no, I mean he's sensitive mm-hmm. and thoughtful. And it's a really well written article about um, uh, liberalism today. And yeah, yeah and I know what it's what it, the I think fuck it's a we're doing.
1: <laughs> All right, so you're going a different direction. I'm. Um, So what I'm going to say is, my first thing is a read. Um, it is by Gabriel Garcia Marquez, Hundred Years of Solitude." Have you ever read this book? No. You're gonna. You're, it's one of those books where you, it's 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 one of the first books that really started to play around with uh, magical realism, and it's very poetic. Um, people. It's one of the things. If you go to Goodreads, people either fucking love this book. Yeah. Or really, really hate this book.
0: It sounds like Infinite Jest.
1: Um, maybe okay. I don't. I the reaction to it, I can see it's okay. nothing like Infinite okay. Jest as a book. But uh, but I can see that. But that's what I'm going to say. Is 100 Years of Solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Okay.
0: Uh, my next thing is a watch. Uh, this just came out the other day, I guess. Um, it's a YouTube video. Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. Oh fuck! Uh, not the school shoot. Wait, hang on. It's not the actual school like shooting. Like, what it's the, the Jesus sick. Christ, on, sorry. dude? <laughs> the I, fuck! That, sorry. that is a terrible <laughs> thing to do. God damn! And then damn. when you're done with that, I want you to go to YouTube and go, find yeah, videos and of people the, the, jumping the, out of the towers. It, yeah, on, and then the
1: guy that was then the
0: the journalist that was
1: actually beheaded on live. You know, come yep. on, like what yep. the fuck are you thinking? I'm sorry. It's uh, Jesus. Go watch thanks. a snuff film.
0: What? yeah no i'm i'm sorry uh it is the hang on a second let me find the exact i mean you'll, you'll find, like if you if you google it it'll show up but it's um where the fuck is it sandy know. hook promises the organization and it's called uh back to school essentials that's the, name okay. of the video sorry i'm sorry sandy hook the sandy hook promise back to school essentials video it is have you have you watched it yet have you seen no this? i haven't i've never even heard of it it starts out as a, like, looks like a back-to-school commercial. Like, ah, these pens and these folders and this stuff. Yeah. And then it slowly morphs into there's a school shooting happening and how these school items, like scissors, can be used to defend yourself. Like, how your sock can be used as a tourniquet. Uh, like, how Holy fuck. your phone that you need to keep in touch with your mom. And there's this, gr- well, I don't want to give it, I mean, it's, dude, it's, it's fucking horrifying. Well, you know what it is. Don't, whatever, you, I don't like the look on your face right now. You know what I it is. I don't like this. In the 50s, in the 50s, they had a
1: whole series of things that children had to watch <laughs> where it was like, oh, commies are going to fucking nuclear bomb us, so stick your head under a desk. That's exactly what it
0: is. Except that it's from a different place. I mean, the co- well, yeah, like yeah, the commies are going to bomb us. Put your hand on the yeah, the duck and cover thing. Yeah, I remember the turtle. Yeah, it's it's, it's fear mongering you know, fear fearmongering to fearmonger. This is from Sandy Hook. This is about preventing school no, shootings. No, the go- no, this no it's is not, not government-sponsored propaganda. It is bullshit. Not about
1: preven- No, it's not about preventing school shootings. What it is is about enlisting people for gun control, which is fine, and I think that's good. But it's a dishonest approach. And it's to kids, which I find really kind of uh, inappropriate.
0: Oh, God. You haven't watched it yet. Watch this thing. Read up I on will Sandy watch Hook it. Promise, okay. and then we right. can have the discussion about it. So my, second thing is,
1: is, is, yeah, my <laughs> second thing is completely different, and now you're going to really see my thread. It is a watch, um, it's a, and it is not at all as substantive or politically motivated as the Sandy Hook thing. <laughs> it is... Watched the last season of the 100 on the CW. Okay, it's it's just it's sort of like uh, Battle Royale or Hunger Games, set you know it's basically it's post apocalyptic world. Everybody's living on a giant ship out there, all of humanity. They don't know if Earth is survivable, so they they this. I mean, this whole show for six seasons, it's literally <laughs> people making the most horrifyingly stupid, awful choices. And then having to pay the consequences for making the most. Ha- yeah. So the, the and the initial choice is, okay, we're on the ark. We've been on here two hundred years. We've got kids. A lot of them don't follow the rules because they're teenagers, and so they're kind of assholes. And so what we're going to do is take all the like the one hundred asshole kids that we've kind of put in lockdown because they don't really have a prison. Mm-hmm. We- We don't know if Earth is survivable, so we're gonna take all our criminal teenagers, put them in a ship, and send them down to Earth to see if they survive.
0: That's what Britain and did with their criminals, and we got Australia out of it. I think that's, well, that's great. what I'm saying. Do so it.
1: that's basically what. And so this, the whole show is just following the ones that survive because there are lots of them that die
0: uh-huh.
1: um, for various reasons. There's some Lord of the Flies going on here, and okay. it's cheeseball. It's cheeseball. I mean, it's, but it's CW. Fun. Yeah. This is like, exactly it's cheeseball YA shit. Yeah. But uh, but you know I'm going with my hundred thing. So okay. watch the hundred uh, on
0: CW. All right. Because you can see it on Netflix right now. Uh, so my third thing uh, is in the theme. It's Sing 100 Bottles of Beer on the... W- no. Um, to completion. <laughs> to completion. No. Uh, it's a listen. It's listened to the High Women's uh, first and new album. It just came out September 6th. Uh, it's, it's self-titled High Women. Uh, have you heard about this band? Yeah. Yeah, I have. So it's, it's four established country artists, um, uh-huh. solo artists. Brandy Carlisle... Um, Natalie Hemby, Maren Morris, and Amanda Shires. I think that's how you say her last name, Shires. Um, they do, it's like bluegrass classic country. It's fucking good. I mean, it is good. I haven't good heard, I've stuff. heard of them, but
1: I haven't heard them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: It was, and I, I was, I was kind of snotty the other day because Katie was listening to it and I was like, oh yeah, it's great, right? She goes, you've heard it? And I go, I haven't listened to the whole album yet, but I've been listening to their singles as they've been releasing them. She's like, when? I'm like, I don't know. All summer, like I was in on the female empowered country music before my before my wife was. So like there you go. I'm the awesome. The Neanderthal.
1: The Neanderthal uh, found found a uh, found a, a a copy of M. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, um, and read it. You know. Uh, um, uh, uh, uh. Uh, oh. Um my final one is a listen. It is uh it's a, a a podcast called Podcasters Roundtable. And the episode is episode 100 reaching and celebrating 100 episodes. And so basically well, this, hundreds... this whole episode is quite derivative now, isn't it? That's a, yes, it totally is, God. and that's why uh it, but it's a uh, it's <laughs> it's actually pretty interesting. This is a bunch of dudes uh
0: we should and have followed my Bible, man. We should have it's fucking all dudes, followed the Bible.
1: It's all dudes that have had podcasts that have reached 100 episodes, and they talk about, you know, what are the challenges to doing and all that stuff. Um, we didn't talk about our challenges or the hardest part. We just, you know, we just kind of...
0: I mean, the hardest part yeah. was you moving away just because I miss you, but... Yeah,
1: yeah, same. But that's, whatever, you know, that's
0: bullshit beta male yeah, pussy yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're
1: whiny, whiny, go buy a Prius. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. And that's the show. That's
0: it. Happy 100, man. This is fun. I look forward to the next 100.
1: 100. Yeah. I'll, I'll rock and roll. Talk to you next week. You can listen to the Literate cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms,
0: or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com.